The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. And I'm telling you right now that God is preparing us as an army. Come on. To not only hold back iniquity, but push it back. Because it has gained ground in the earth. And God is raising up a church that is not going to be fearful. Not going to be fearful. Why? Because they're going to know that greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. You know, a guy came here named um, Pastor w- uh, Wilkes. Came here to preach a powerful, powerful sermon. And then in the middle of his sermon, he looked at me and said, your pastor's a spiritual thug. That's what he said. <laughs> huh? Right. Father, he's a gangster. He's a gangster. And then he said thug. I know I've seen it on thing. He's a gangster. Now what he was doing, he wasn't painting a bad picture of me. If you know anything about the time of mobsters, I just happened to review the other day. Uh, it's a movie called uh, Untouchable. <laughs> I said Untouchable. Now, If you look at Psalm, Psalm 105, verse 14, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not, come on, my anointed, and do my prophets say I'm untouchable. Now, if you know anything about the untouchable. It had a character in it named Elliot Ness. <laughs> Elliot Ness <laughs> was basically the untouchable. But his job was to go get a man by the name of Alfonso Capone. We call him Big Al, Al Capone. And it just so happens that this chief of the mobsters was headquartered in Chicago. Now, I want you to see this because it's no coincidence you and I are up in here. Come on now. We're going after the chief. Everything that he's stolen from you. Watch this. Your health, your marriage, your happiness, your joy, your peace, your money, your education. Everything is coming back. The pawn's got it. So when he called me a gangster, what he is saying is, hey, 
I'm not going to play by their rules. I'm going to make up my own rules. Are you following what I'm saying? See, because what happened when they put Daniel in the lion's den, then now they had judged him according to their legal system. But over in Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 22, it says here that God is the judge. He's our judge. So if they misjudge you, there is a higher court. Come on. That we can submit our case to. The Bible says Jesus is our advocate. That means he is our attorney. And he is in heaven at the right hand of the Father. Say amen. He is adjudicating our case. And when our case comes before the judge, Jesus is going to lay the case out. Say amen. And we need two witnesses. One of them's going to be the Holy Ghost. And one of them's going to be you. And I'm telling you right now, when God judges your case, they call him the judge because he decides who wins or who loses. Say amen to that. So I'm saying right now that this, that you about to enter into, you have not really fully fulfilled because you didn't have the book. You didn't have the section that says no weapon formed against me. You didn't have the part that says a thousand may fall at my side. Am I right about this? No, 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 no. This is a new day. I said, this is a new day starting for you right now. Why? Because the enemy has been getting away with all this. Look what's happened since you've taken those Bibles out of those schools. And you would think that somebody would wake up. They can't. They can't wake up because they're in darkness. Nobody's got the truth but you. Nobody's got the power but you. No unbeliever can stop the devil. He can't even come close. But one believer, one believer, watch this, like Esther, saved a whole nation. So this is your time. No, you didn't hear me. I said, this is your time. <laughs> like I said the last time, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. That means that your wait is over. <laughs> God's about to do something for you that you never thought could be done. Come on now. That there are going to be some things happening for you. So, I just want to let you know when, let's go to a couple more scriptures. Isaiah chapter 59. Look at verse 14. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil makes himself a prey. 
if you even speak up about what is really right, they're going to come down on you. And he saw that there was no man and wondered why there was no intercessor. What does an intercessor do? Stand in the gap. What happened to the church? Now I'm saying things about to change. Go on over here. Look at Ecclesiastes, please. And Ecclesiastes and chapter 8 and verse 11. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. So, all this delaying of sentencing is not good. People even forgot why they were sentenced <laughs> or why they're in jail. I mean, that's not the way a true justice system should be. Are y'all with me here now? So let's look at one example. This is 2 Kings chapter 2. In 2 Kings chapter 2, I said chapter 2, chapter 3. Now this is when um, the children of Moab were coming against Israel and they got Judah to come with them and another group to come with them to fight against the Moabites. And let's just see here, verse 26. And when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he's too strong, he took with him 700 men that drew swords and break through even unto the king of Edom. Watch this. But they could not. Then he took his eldest son that should have reigned in his stead and offered him for a what? Burn offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation against Israel. Now what was he doing? He was sacrificing his son. Why? Because Satan requires sacrifice. This part of sorcery and witchcraft and the occult. And that's why you see sometimes even, uh, I went to one, one time to one part of Africa, I won't name it because I'm too, but man, all these chicken heads and blood all over where, where these people, witchcraft, witchcraft. I understand no witchcraft can touch you. But I want you to see here how with a no God thinking, how darkness can get so dark until you think that killing a person is a good thing. Now understand God has delivered us all. And because of Jesus, you can go free. 
no matter what we've done in our past, hear what I'm saying. And you've got to take that and appropriate it in your life. Says the redemption has paid the price for everything I've ever done. Say amen to that. And then come on out of it and help us fight this battle. See, you can't fight it because the enemy, his job, I was telling my wife and I was talking yesterday, to remind you of everything you did wrong. Everything you missed it, every little, everything you didn't tell anybody about, the devil guaranteed was right there. But Jesus did something right. And that's why I say lift your hands up and praise him because he was the one who set the captives free. Say amen to them. And I'm telling you right now that God is preparing us as a, as a, as a, as an army. Come on. To not only hold back iniquity, but push it back because it has gained ground in the earth. And God is raising up a church that is not going to be fearful. Not going to be fearful. Why? Because they're going to know that greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. And I'm telling you, we're going to go over the scriptures. If Satan even tries to harass you, he better repent quick because God is not going to delay judgment. I'm saying that he told you in Amos, put it up there, Amos chapter 9, 13 in message translation, things are going to happen fast now. I said things are going to happen fast. It's going to make your head swim. And I'm telling you right now, God is about to, to vindicate his people. God is about to whatever he has put inside of you, he's going to make a revelation. He, he's going to let you see who you really are. Say amen. And you're not going to have to be concerned about anybody liking you. Well, you know, they don't like black folks down there. Well, he's going to make you so you have a mind to buy the company. And now you're going to eliminate all that kind of prejudice. And all. say amen to that. And I'm saying if you're not ready for it, you better bail out now because this ship is going somewhere. We are going to the other side. We're going to make it. Come on. Some of y'all waiting on things. I got news for you. It's breaking loose right now. I said it's breaking loose just like that. I said it's breaking loose just like that. Now, I'm telling you, he said to them, he said, now, Joshua, this is what I want you to do. Here's your first big battle. I want you to see that I've given to you Jericho. I've given to you the leaders in there. I've given to you the land in there. Now, here's what I want you to do. Just march around it. Just march around it once for the first six days. And the last day, when you march around it, when you get through marching, I want you to blow a horn and I want you to shout. Now, somebody might say, well, what is that going to do? Well, just watch and see. Because when God tells you to do something, I'm telling you the wait is over. We have been waiting long enough, folks. I 
believe I receive, I think I receive, I hope I receive. Well, you have received, and we're going to manifest this stuff. Now, I want you to do something. I want you to give up, because whatever's been blocking your harvest, whatever's been trying to keep you from whatever God has for you, we're going to break it loose. what I want you to do. Watch me. When I count to three, I want you to do this. Now, don't tell me you can't do it. Well, I'm counting. No, you can do it. Got it? One, two, two and a half, two and three quarters, Three. Now, everything's turned around. Everything's turned around. Everything. He said, now, you're not going to need to fight this battle. <laughs> he said, now, I want you to go up there and just sing praises. Now, when you sing, I'm going to send ambushments against the enemy. Say amen to that. And the Bible says in verse 22 of chapter 20 of 2 Chronicles, when they began to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Lord have mercy. Verse 24, and when Judah came toward the watchtower, in the wilderness, they looked into the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. Now keep going on down there, because verse 25 says this, And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them how much? In abundance, both riches with the dead bodies and what else? Precious jewels and 
they would they stripped for themselves more than they could carry away and they were how many days how many days three days gathering of the spoil it was so much i'm telling you when that truck pulls up to your house See, don't think God can't pull a truck up to your house. I said, when God tells you to go here, do this, do that, do it. Because you're about to get so much, you can't even take it all in. You're going to have to give it to somebody else. Now give God a praise and a shout. Take your seats. Now, when God told him, said, listen, said, now, told the prophet what to say is what the prophet said. By this time tomorrow, Lord have mercy. It's going to be plenty. It's going to be cheap. There was a guy who stood beside the prophet and said, now if God would open heaven himself and do that, there's no way things can change in these people's lives that quickly. No, he was wrong. And I'm telling you, stop doubting what God can do for you. The reason why you're in this church is a supernatural church. We came here supernaturally. We built it supernaturally. We're running it supernaturally. And you've been sent here to get yourself to a supernatural teaching so that you can operate. But you can see... When a person has no God, they can't control themselves. Satan is always in control. So we have to help them. Now, they're not going to know what's happening at first because they don't know what they're doing. But we know what we're doing. And our job is to preserve them. Watch this and let them see some light. So they'll say, I want your God. And that's what we're after. It's the biggest reward I think that's in the earth is to win a soul. Have a soul to come home to Jesus. To order today's series, Understanding the Anointing on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, call us at one 800 711-9327 or contact us online at billwinston.org. Let this dynamic teaching reveal to you how the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of the anointing will flow in your life and equip you to do the greater works God has called you to do. Order this must-have series today. I'm Bill Walton. I'm the founder and CEO of Accelerated Wealth.
I was raised uh, in a Christian family, and uh, I have, uh, I'm one of seven brothers. We were raised on a, a ranch, and uh, beautiful parents that uh, raised us, um, you know, to follow after, to follow after the Lord. When I graduated, I went to seminary, and um, when I finished seminary, I came out and had kind of an equal desire to do both, you know, in the pastoral world, but I had this, uh, this same desire in the, in the business. I, you know, I graduated from seminary, uh, but from that time, I've always ran businesses as well. I've always done both. Uh, between you know different pastoral work and different types and styles of companies and there's just this idea in Christianity of well if you're quote-unquote called into the ministry that means you're going to be a pastor somewhere and so you know that idea really kind of kept me always feeling somewhat odd about running companies as well as the pastoral uh, work that I was doing and I went back and forth, this feeling of you know, guilt, am I chasing some type of financial thing? And really it was under uh, Dr. Winston's ministry uh, that I learned that it is not an either or, it's a both and, and we are to do that. We are to be kings and priests in the marketplace. And, and really that is what has helped the launch of Accelerated Wealth, our company, uh, we were in the process of launching that uh, and in its infancy when we really met uh, Dr. Winston and his ministry and his uh, teaching on the revelation of royalty and that idea, I listened to that series over and over and over and over again. At that time we had, um, between various investments that we had and investments in real estate and the different pieces that we had going on, we were you know, well over, we were well over a million in debt at that point. And um, I still remember the place I was standing, listening to Dr. Winston teach, and was ta talking about um, the aspects of your covenant right to being debt free. He had the whole congregation at that moment, and we were. I was listening to this. I wasn't there in Chicago. I was listening to the the video afterwards but I stood up right where I was at and I did the exact thing. I just, I, rem I started from that point on. Every time I thought about it, whatever was going on, just started thinking, God, I'm debt free. Over the course, it wasn't very long. I wanna say 18 months, uh, maybe maybe a little bit less than that, maybe a little more. We were debt free. And our office and our home, our, this business, uh, we operate 100% debt free. From the time we started to listen to Dr. Winston's ministry, which was early on in our company, to current, we have grown every year, and every year by double digits, uh, and high double digits on an annual basis. So we've now grown to 15 offices in seven different states, and our footprint continues to grow. Dr. Winston's teachings, he is one of the, of uh, just a couple voices out there that clearly articulate the idea of ministry in the marketplace business leaders, our responsibility is to hear that and not just hear it, but begin to apply it to our lives, apply it to our businesses, because it is not the hearer of the word that gets the power to prosper. It is the doer. It's practically applying it. I love uh, Dr. Winston's, one of his favorite uh, sayings that I love to say over and over again is we're not here to take sides. We're here to take over. That's the spirit of faith 
that we have to operate in. And there will be obstacles in any industry. You will have to answer it with faith. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. 